If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody, and it is your lucky day because you're listening to another incredible episode of Get Rich Quick with Josh. And Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Uh, this is a show where I, Josh Rubin. <laughs> and I, Noel Deneen. Come together once a week over a single topic, and from said topic, an explosion of ideas. <laughs> Comes at you, hits you right in the face. Yeah. Close those eyes. It burns. Uh, and from those ideas, no, from that topic, we give you those ideas. You then take them. You get incredibly rich, incredibly quickly, because that's what our ideas are designed to do. They're not long-term goals. They are short-term wins. We're not a one-stop shop. We're not a... a a pret-a-porter, that's French for ready to wear. Not like you go in and there's just a rack of all the same things up there. No, you come in and you say, I'm in the mood for, I don't know, China. Oh, well, we have a beautiful selection of ideas on how to get rich from China right over there. Why don't you try those on? And you try them on. You say, mm, you know what? I think I was wrong. Maybe... Maybe I'm feeling more like water. Oh, well, right this way, sir. There's several ideas for you to try on there. Oh, 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 I love this. This one's perfect. Shall we tailor it specifically for your needs, sir? No, I think I'll take it as is. Right this way, sir. And we don't charge you for that. You walk right out the store with it. No tags, no nothing. Then you get rich, and you say, oh, that store is amazing. I want to support that store, that idea factory. And what do they do, Noel? Well, you say, hey, I, I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm rich. I did not get here on my own. I got here from the helps. The helps. Of Josh and Noel. Financial geniuses, gurus with no equals. Mm, you were trying to think of a rhyme, right? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, and I owe them something. What, mm-hmm. do, what, do, what do you owe us? We make it easy for you. You owe us 10% of everything you got while you got rich. You tied us. That's the deal. We, we, I feel like we are the epitome of capitalism and socialism yeah. coming together yeah, yeah. And, and birthing a new ism. Mm-hmm. What that ism is, I don't know. But we're it. We give you the ideas. Mm-hmm. Just like the government, you say you have a trucking, co- trucking company that you think you built from the ground up. But if it weren't for the roads that your trucking company drove on, you wouldn't... Uh, 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 what good would your trucking company be? Right? And those roads are, are from the government, the social aspect of it, your capitalist aspect of it. We give you these ideas. You get yeah. rich. Yeah, yeah. And then 
you pay us back a little bit. Yeah. You know, you say thank you. Yeah, ding dong. You help other people down the line. Come on. No one does anything on their own, believe it or not. No. Other than suicide. Oh. It's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, you know. Okay. You really think about it. Yeah. Oh, that's all I'm saying. All right. Anyway, Noel. Anyway. I had uh, a very weird, very, very New York morning yesterday. What do you mean? New York in the way that when things happen to you in New York and you go like, God damn, this kind of shit only happens in New York. Oh. You know what I mean? That thing where it's like, you know... You see the guy jerk off on the bus, mm -hmm. or you see the woman pee in a bag on the train, or, you know, some random person just walks up to you and spits at you. Or you find a diamond. Or you find a diamond. I've never had that happen. No. It's usually more weird shit. Okay. Like the guy who came up to me. <laughs> Did I ever tell you this one? I was, I was working a job down on Rector Street, mm -hmm. and <clears throat> we're pulling into the station on the subway. And I'm standing right at the doors, and the the uh, 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 conductor goes Rector Street, mm -hmm. and then suddenly, right behind me, I hear someone go Rectum Street, Rectum Street, yeah. Rectum Street, <laughs> and I turn around as this little old man, and oh. I'm like, okay, and I walk out, and I'm going up the stairs, and I hear him go up to so I, I hear him go up to someone, and goes, excuse me, where's Rectum Street? And that was one of those yeah. only in New York moments. Okay. So yesterday, I woke up. I did not sleep well. Our heat was on super high. Okay. It was like 82 degrees in our bedroom. Oh. But I was exhausted. So I woke up, I was exhausted. I didn't sleep well at all. And so I laid in bed for like an hour and a half trying to drag myself out of bed. I finally did. Shit showered, shaved. Had a little breakfast. I'm like, all right, I got to move. I got to get the dog for a walk. Mm-hmm. So I walk the dog, and he pulls me to the dog, and I'm like, okay, we'll let you play. Starts playing with, uh, well, playing is not the right word. Herschel has a thing with unneutered dogs. Okay. He barks at them incessantly. All right. He doesn't bite them. He doesn't attack them, but he's like the most annoying thing on four legs, Yeah. and he just barks at them. Now, usually if the dog is acting, n the other dog is acting nervous, or not running around, and Herschel is, and they're just sitting there, and Herschel is just in their face barking incessantly. I pull Herschel away. I usually keep an eye on him for the first five minutes. The dog is running around, and Herschel is just chasing and barking. Then it's, you know, he's chasing him and barking. It's not a big deal. So this is what's going on. The dog's running back and forth, chasing and barking. This goes on for about 20 minutes, maybe even 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. The owner doesn't say boo. The owner's sitting on the bench looking at her phone, not paying any attention. I'm chatting with another dog person I know in the park. Dogs are running back and forth. Herschel's barking at this dog, whatever. Um, suddenly, out of the blue, this woman gets up and storms over to me and, like, right out the box starts yelling at me mm -hmm. to get your annoying fucking dog away from my dog. You should... Take better care of your dog. You should do this with your dog. You should do that with your dog. And I was like, whoa, slow your roll, lady. You know, 
no one seemed like they were having a problem with this until just this second. Mm -hmm. You could have said something 30 minutes ago, and you could have certainly approached me in a way more decent way than yelling at me. And she goes, you know what? Instead of sitting down and chit-chatting, why don't you play with your dog? And I started, I was like getting furious now. Because she's like yelling at me as I'm trying to grab the dog and she's still yelling at me. And I said, go fuck yourself. You were sitting on your bench for for 30 minutes dicking around on your phone. And my dog wouldn't be barking at your dog if you followed the fucking law and didn't bring an unneutered dog into the dog run. So is, it, she, is that been a law? Yeah, it's been a law in New York forever. Okay. So she looks me dead in the eye and goes, thanks for mansplaining that to me. <laughs> <clears throat> and my head explodes. Okay. I, 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 you know, I don't know why that triggered me so hard. There was a point there when man's, well, you know, during the whole Me Too, mm-hmm. as Deb was saying I was mansplaining her all the time. Anytime sure. I'd say anything to her. She would say she would say I was mansplaining and started making me crazy. <laughs> and this just like hit a nerve. Uh-huh. And I started shouting at her. Now, <clears throat> uh-huh. I'm shouting at this woman <laughs> to get the fuck away from me. Uh-huh. Go back to her her bench. Leave me the fuck alone. As I'm on my knees grabbing Herschel, there's about 10, 15 feet between us. This is so heated now that people are getting their dogs and leaving the dog run. Yeah. And uh, she then looks at me and goes, now you're threatening me? What? And i that's exactly what I said. Were you? No. Okay. No. She just decided, because she was crazy as fuck. Okay. I was mansplaining, which okay. I was not mansplaining, <laughs> yeah. and I was threatening her. Now, the the person that I knew, the other dog person, was a woman, and she was like, uh, you, you, you know. And I started, like, sputtering. I was so furious that I started sputtering. But now I'm so angry, <clears throat> I'm not going to be the one who leaves the dog run first. Sure. She's going to leave before me. Uh-huh. Right? And usually in those situations, if I grab my dog and I sit down, not that it's happened often, but in, in when I get into a, a brouhaha with someone, mm-hmm. if I stay, they will leave. Yeah. Right? No, she stuck around. Okay. Playing with her dog for like another half an hour. Okay. And now I'm sitting here with Herschel on my lap holding him because I'm not going to let him go to go bark at this dog. Yeah. Right. Then she finally leaves after half an hour. And I look at my watch and I'm like, fuck, I got to go now, too. So I take Herschel and I start walking home. And this is where the really like it felt like a real New York moment. I'm walking by. There's a bunch of schools around us now. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking and there are a lot of elementary and middle schools. Yeah. No high schools. And I'm walking by the playground of one of the schools and it's got wrought iron fencing, bars, and <clears throat> around the edge of it uh, uh, for you know one section of it, not the whole section, but from like the middle of one section to the corner to the middle of another section is sort of shrubbery. It's like the fence, shrubbery, and the playground. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking, and there's a bunch of kids out because it's around lunchtime-ish at this point, and they're playing, playing, playing. And I turn the corner, and I st- look up, and standing between the shrub and the fence, holding onto the bars and just looking out, is this, you know, elementary-age school girl okay. with Down syndrome. Oh. And I go... 
She's looking right at me, and I go, "Hi." Oh, she's in the school. She's in the school. Oh, she's okay. so she's I you inside meant she was the looking in at the kids. No, playing. no, 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 no. She oh. was inside the playground area. Okay, but she's not in the actual playground. She's standing. Yeah. In the sh- between the shrub and the fence. Yeah. Like she's snuck behind the shrubbery. Yeah. And she's looking out onto the street, and I go, "Hi," and she looks at me, and she goes, <laughs> and spits at me. <laughs> And I go, what the fuck? And I look at her, and she looks at me and goes, and spits at me. (laughs) And I start, like, I'm looking around like, what the fuck is going on? And I start walking away, and she starts, she's still facing the fence, but she's shimmying through the shrubbery and spitting at me Uh all the way till she gets almost to the end of the shrubbery. And then I look, and I didn't realize this before. She's obviously being bad. Yeah. Like she's in trouble because there's like five teachers trying to get her from out from the shrubbery. <laughs> and she won't. And, you know, she's this little thing, so she can sort of fit back there. Yeah. But any teacher walking back there is going to scratch yeah. themselves up. But anyway, that was that was that was my thing. It was a melee. I was getting spit at. Yeah. By a kid with Down syndrome. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny you should say that. <laughs> Because uh, it, it really does coincidentally tie directly into this week's topic. Yeah, why is that? Well, you know, you were having a dark day. Uh-huh. Uh, it seemed like <clears throat> shitheads were on sale. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and so, therefore, Noel, yeah. today's topic is... Today's topic is Black Friday, how yes, to get it rich is. quick with it, how to... Grab HDTVs from someone else's hands to the top. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. I just want to say, <laughs> yeah. you know, when you are introduced as a young child yeah. to the world of people with Down syndrome on television, they're always portrayed as the sweetest, nicest people on the face <laughs> of the earth, right? They're just hearts of gold. Not a nasty bone in their body. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, you know, they're just what they are and you got to love them. Right. And then when you're confronted with one spitting at you. Yeah. Changes your opinion really yeah. rapidly. <clears throat> I can now say that I have possibly been spit at by every type of human being on this planet. Uh-huh. Now. Really? Yeah. And a couple animals. I've been spit at a lot in my life. Okay. Yeah. That's a, a matter of pride, it should be. I, t- I take it certainly as a matter of pride. Yeah. There was a moment there. You're like the queens <clears throat> of spit. You know, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, I, I, am, I, am, I am like, you know, yeah, I have, a, I have been spit on by just about every ethnic group yeah. in the world. Yeah, you are the UN of spit. Yeah, I get into arguments with people a lot on the street. It's kind of my thing. Uh-huh. And a lot of times their response is to spit at me. Uh, or spit at my car. I get it. Or spit at, you know. Uh, I, I get it. <clears throat> you know, some people, like, you know, they do something like... <laughs> like, like <laughs> Is that what you're going to spit at me now? You ever been spit up by a Canadian? Uh, I, that I don't know. I, I don't actually know. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. <clears throat> uh, I should have I worked that when I was in Montreal. Yeah. Because a French Canadian, no less. Ugh. That would be easy to get a French Canadian to spit at you. They're bitter people. Real easy. Yeah. It's like I've had Parisians spit at me. Yeah. I've had plenty of, of Hasidic Jews spit at me. 
I've had Muslims spit at me. Okay. I've had Pakistanis spit at me. I've had Indians spit at me. Uh-huh. I've had people, a variety of uh, uh, Middle Easterners. Uh-huh. I don't know where they, what countries they were from, but I'm pretty sure they were all Middle Easterners spit at me. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of times I do things like uh, uh, I'll be waiting in a car. You know, when we used to have a car, I'd be waiting in the car for Deb to pick her up or something. Mm-hmm. And some uh, livery driver will sort of be trying to pull out behind me. And I'll pull up a little bit to give them some room. And they'll still sort of bump me in the rear end. Yeah. And then I do something like I'll just flip them the bird without thinking about it. And they lose their shit. Because it's like, you know, I had one guy literally get out of the car and start banging on my door. I'm like, what the fuck? And I rolled the door and go, he goes, you are giving finger to me. I am giving finger to you. Fucking to you. Fucking to you. And I said, get away from my car, you asshole. And I rolled it up. And then he started spitting at the window. Yeah. Yeah. So that was just one example. These are the kind of New York interactions as a New Yorker I have and I enjoy in a weird way. It feels very New York to me. Okay, yeah. But anyway. You know, uh, Monty, ex-sponsor of this show. Uh-huh. Uh, I bet he's been spit at a lot. Oh, I'm sure he has. Uh-huh. I'm sure he's spit at a few people, too. <laughs> uh, and he used to drive around. He he has a temper, but he used to have a really bad temper. Um, in particular, road rage stuff. Mm-hmm. And he used to drive around, and he'd have... A big thing of change in the car of pennies. <laughs> that he would just throw. It was just for throwing at other cars that <laughs> pissed him off. And piss him off uh-huh. could just mean like they were stopped waiting for someone to get into the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Monty and I would drive well together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would drive and scream at people, and I would huck the pennies for him so he could keep his eyes on the road. Yeah. Yeah. We do good together. <laughs> anyway, no. anyway, guys, Black Friday. Black Friday, tis the season. How are you gonna get rich with it, though? I'm gonna tell you now, right? So Black Friday in the fifties, it began to be more popular for people to take the day after Thanksgiving off and start shopping. Uh, it had been a gentleman's agreement between large stores to not start advertising holiday sales until after Thanksgiving. So this had become the de facto start of the holiday shopping season. Uh, in 1961, retail, retailers tried to dub the day Big Friday. Did you hear that? Yeah, well, yeah. see, I heard a different reason of what the actual uh, 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 origins of Black Friday oh, were. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to get to it. Okay. Uh, but Big Friday didn't catch on. Uh, in 1966, American Philatelist, a stamp collecting magazine, was the first to dub it Black Friday, using the term that had become popular among the Philly Police Department to describe the traffic jams and crowds on that day. And the beast was born, right? The name caught on, and retailers embraced it. Uh and it has grown into the mega event it is today. And I didn't see any figures for 2018, or I'd give you those. But I did see in 2017, U.S. shoppers spent $5 billion with a B 
on that one day alone in 24 hours? Uh, 20, 2018, just so you know, it was $6.7 billion. What? So it went up 20%. Oh, oh, that is crazy. More than 20. It's gone up something like 65 or 70% over the last 10 years. That's insane. Mm hmm. That, that's just nuts to me. Mm hmm. Uh, okay, so it's did you hear about? I'm sorry. Did you hear about? Remember, I had done a thing, w- w- an idea one day about something, and I was talking about Singles Day in China. Yes. And in the first two hours, which is the biggest shopping day in China, uh-huh. in the first two hours of Singles Day this year, Alibaba made thirteen billion dollars. Whoa! In the first two hours. Wow! It's crazy, That's right? Nuts. Anyway, so. We're not we're we're not talking about little coins here to throw out of passing cars. We're talking about real money for you guys to get in and make, right? Uh, but the only problem is it's not all roses. A lot of people think Black Friday is a crass display of commercialism gone wrong that encroaches on a family holiday, right? And you you we we all read the papers, we see the news, riots, lines. Fights, people leaving Thanksgiving celebrations early to shop or work in retail. <clears throat> but none of this has stopped the spread. Black Friday keeps it getting bigger and a bigger. Today, over 20 countries have Black Friday. It has spread beyond our borders, <clears throat> right? And there are more every year, all parts of the world. China has Black Friday. Australia, New Zealand, Canada, the UK, Russia. Uh, I, I forget the list. Brazil, I, saw. I know also. Brazil. Has, I imagine that. Yeah, you said the UK, right? Yeah. I would imagine all all of Western Europe, Spain, probably, Portugal, probably, Brussels, probably. That's it. That's twenty. No, I don't know. <laughs> Santa Domingo, uh, 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 the DR. Oh, probably. I don't think Haiti does it. No. They, all their calendars, they had to eat. Wow. Well, there's not a lot of money in Haiti. Yeah, your point? They had to eat their calendars. Okay. Well, if they were advent calendars, why wouldn't they? There's Mm. chocolates in them. Or booze. Booze in an advent calendar. Boozy chocolates, maybe. No, 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 no. They're doing... uh, if you go and look up advent calendars now, you'll see there are like 30 or 40 variations on advent calendars now where mm-hmm. it's just if it's something that can last for 30 days or whatever it is, okay. they'll put it in the uh, advent calendar. So they have booze advent calendars where you get little, uh, little uh, uh, you know, shop. Airplane bottles. Uh, smaller than airplane bottles. Okay. But yeah, essentially. Whoever goes out and buy that, though, I bet you on day three just cracks open all of them. <laughs> all alone. All alone. I just wanted to buy an advent calendar to remind yeah. me of my childhood. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, so over 20 countries, more and more every year. This is great for retailers, right? This is great for encouraging the kind of crass commercialism we have embraced here. And uh, 
in all these other countries, they've got a little bit of a benefit too. No one has to sully their family celebration. No one has to leave work, uh, leave the family <coughs> dinner early to work or wait in line. It makes the intense shopping into pure capitalistic sport. Granted, the only the only downside, it's kind of random. It's just a random Friday that someone said, "Oh, this is Black Friday." Well, it's it's specifically set up with it's random, but it's not random. I mean, it was chosen to be well, after I know, but Thanksgiving, they, but, but they don't have Thanksgiving the day before, is what I mean. It's just this Friday without any event preceding it. What? There's no Good Friday Eve. Black Friday Eve. Black man. Friday Eve. Right. Right. It's not like Black Friday is an actual holiday. Not yet. Well, oh, I, okay. actually, we have it off now. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, well, but that's because of that's because of the long weekend, right? They give you a long weekend for... They do now. They don't say, oh, you know what, guys? Take Friday off because it's Black Friday. We used to have uh, followed the New York Stock Exchange days off. Uh-huh. And we no longer do as a company. So they took away Martin Luther King Day and gave us Black Friday. I guess they thought it evened out. That's so weird. I know. Give us the real Black Day. Wow. Not Black Friday. You went there. <laughs> you actually went there. <laughs> anyway, Go guys. Ahead. Uh so it, it's big everywhere. It is no Thanksgiving the night before. It's basically just the intense shopping, pure capitalistic sport, right? Kind of random. Uh, it just happens to be the day we do it. <coughs> um, so what you need to do is you need to make it more of an event for the rest of the world, right? And I don't mean we should start selling them turkeys and spread Thanksgiving around the world, right? Then we'd end up with the same conflict that we have here of, is it ruining Thanksgiving? Is it ruining our family time? Mm -hmm. That's not what we want. Instead, we want to make it an event that encourages this intense marathon of shopping. Right? Yeah, okay. And <clears throat> what do marathoners do the night before they run? They carbo load. That's right. They carb load, right? So instead of importing turkeys and encouraging turkey dinner and getting Purdue rich, <coughs> uh, we are going to, you are going to, make pasta, which <coughs> pasta is about the highest profit margin food there is. That's true. Uh, you're going to set up pasta tents and shopping centers, big box parking lots around the world. Uh, you're going to make their family <coughs> event one where they carb load and sleep in the parking lot to get into the store <clears throat> first. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a family activity. And you're going to make winners in Black, Black Friday. There's going to be shopping winners. Uh, you're going to make stores that are invite only, like hard to get into competitions, you could call it. And you're going to make Black Friday around the world 
the consumer sport it should be. You're going to get paid by uh, stores. You're going to make money off the pasta. You are going to. There's money to be had everywhere on this one. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Mine is similar to actually to yours, okay. but, but different. So uh, some some just some numbers. So I was looking primarily in the U.S. because, you know, what I read about Black Friday, it's not, you know, while it's spreading around the world, mm-hmm. it's not as crazy as it is in the United States. No, no, it's not. Uh, not even close. Um, but, you know, and the idea that, you know, for the rest of the world— Doing pasta dinners might work, but obviously it's not going to work here in the United States because Black Friday is the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So people are going to be loading up on Thanksgiving food, right? Um, According to a survey by the National Retail Federation, close to 200 million people in the United States of America are planning to shop over the weekend, the Thanksgiving weekend. Of those 200 million people... Mm -hmm. Almost 59%, I think it's 58.7%, said that they were going to shop on Thanksgiving itself. Mm -hmm. As this holiday has gotten more and more popular, stores have tried to figure out ways to expand Black Friday. Okay. I've even had online things send uh, uh, send me stuff in the mail. Mm-hmm. saying that they're doing 11 days of Black Friday, starting four days before uh, uh, Thanksgiving. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's absurd, right? But still, still, 59% of 200 million people mm-hmm. are planning on shopping on Thanksgiving. Even though there is a movement amongst certain retailers yeah. to shut down on that Friday and not have people work and not take part in it. REI is one of those companies. Yep. They tell their uh, uh, employees to go outside, do something on Black Friday. Uh, most all major retailers in this country, Target, Walmart, Best Buy, JCPenney, Macy's, Kohl's, Bed Bath & Beyond is going to open for the first time, uh, GameStop, uh, uh and they're all opening at about 6 p.m. Most people eat Thanksgiving a little bit on the early side for people to come in. I say, why not open at 8 a.m.? Okay. 6 a.m. What would be the problem with that? Mm-hmm. Because all Americans are celebrating Thanksgiving mm-hmm. during the day. They want to wait till everyone's full and have eaten and uh, uh, then come in. Mm-hmm. Well, this is how you're going to solve that problem. Oh. Similarly to your pasta idea, yeah. you are going to have an endless supply yeah. of Thanksgiving food trucks oh. where all you will do is turkey, ham, Tofurky. Okay. And all the sides. Sure. You know, and you'll hit all the cultural sort of various, you know, broad cultural things. You'll have mac and cheese, you'll have sweet potato casserole, all that stuff, and you will just ladle it out. 
People will pay for their families. High-end restaurants in this city for Thanksgiving charge can charge up to $200 a person mm-hmm. for uh, like a four-course pre-fee Thanksgiving meal, and they'll do two full turns. Yeah. You can charge $50 a person. Yeah. They're expecting Americans to spend $8.7 billion this Black Friday. $8.7 billion. Wow. You, you should, if you don't get some of that, you should be ashamed. Yeah, you really should. That broke down, I think I read somewhere, it's going to be like $245 per shopper. You can get, you know, at that point, they're in a spending frenzy. Yeah. When you are walking around with your cards and you're ready to spend, they're going to easily drop 60 bucks a person to be able to sit and get in the front of the line mm-hmm. at the parking lot or be like, hey, let's go to the parking lot, have Thanksgiving, and then do our shopping. Yeah. And there you go. You're going to be rich beyond belief for one day a year. Yeah. One day a year. Yeah, that's great. That's good. You know what I also uh, I, I read? What? That according to one survey, apparently 12% of all Black Friday shoppers are drunk. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> well, they've been drinking at Thanksgiving, drinking wine or beer or whatever. Yeah, but they're... Black Friday's the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, right. That's a good point. I, you know, I don't know. that that This is... Uh, uh, there was some uh, company did a survey. They asked all around the country, and twelve people. Yeah, you know who's a rich, rich person that I like to punch in the face is whoever popularized the whole everyone wearing Santa hats while Christmas shopping. Sure, yeah. Want to punch them, but if someone's got the copyright on Santa hats. Good for you. You're Noel War on Christmas, Denise. Yep, that's me. You're the guy. Yeah. You're the guy that started it all. And you'd never suspect me because no. of my name. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, if you want to give Josh some money, uh, you can do it. You can uh, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel show page, hit the sponsor button, pledge an amount. Uh, half that money goes to Josh and I. Half that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. You get to feel good because you're a champ. We would love you. And we, for a minute, we would love ourselves. Mm. For a brief minute. For, that would be big for us. It would. Even a brief minute. Yeah. If you're that woman from the dog park, though, or, or, or that woman from the school spitting at Josh. Well, I'm not going to say that to the, the, you know. Yeah, no, you already did. Issues. But the woman from the dog park can go fuck herself. Yeah, but if you want to tell Josh what he could do with himself, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, hit the pledge button, pledge an amount, one time or reoccurring. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn, not a penny goes to Josh and I. It's the best way to tell us to go screw ourselves uh, because then we know that you mean it. Mm. Uh, and you can even leave a note saying, screw these guys. That's why I didn't give you anything. Because of my loud <clears throat> dog. Yeah, because of Herschel. Fucking Herschel. Herschel's the best. Got the best Instagram in the business. Yeah, but uh, you you can do that. You get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn's a 501c3 charitable organization. And uh, you've supported the arts. You've done good. You've done good. Um. 
Uh, we're we're going to keep pitching out the money thing, guys. We got the drive to five. We got five months until Radio for Brooklyn's five years old. We got a bunch of money we got to raise uh, if we want to continue the growth of the station. Uh, so you're going to be hearing over and over and over about different ways that you can give us money. It all boils down to give us money, though, so you can just cut the chase and give us money. Um, uh, what else do we got in that regard? I don't know. We got, I know there's going to be a big thing on Giving Tuesday. Okay. Right after Black <clears throat> Friday, you guys, get ready. Give us some money. You, if you want to buy, you do your Christmas shopping, do it on Amazon. You, there's a... Uh, a link to do it for Radio Free Brooklyn. We get a little <clears throat> tiny piece of money every time you buy something on it. Don't be a jerk. You're going to buy that stuff anyway. Don't be a jerk. Subscribe the newsletter. Get the apps, Android or iOS. Jeez, come on. Get with it, guys. And as thanks. Radio Free Brooklyn. You didn't mention the newsletter. I did. I, oh, you did? Yeah. I missed it. Sorry. That's okay. You were too busy judging me. Um, was I judging you? You were judging no, me. No, I just judge your terrible ideas. Uh, as thanks for letting us give our spiels, Josh scours the internet for another little way for you to get rich. <coughs> Pardon me. So, Josh, take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Simply because he was upset that only two people could make a wish from a holiday turkey, an argument by Ken Aroni ultimately led to his company that creates fake wishbones. During 2012, 30,000 plastic bones a day were being made with over 2.5 million in sales. I'm not being funny, but you guys are aware that when you break the turkey wishbone and make a wish, it's not real. Magic isn't real. You don't get wishes. It's just a bone from a dead animal that you just ate. Yeah? That asshole tells kids there's no Santa Claus. Yeah, he does. You guys don't believe it. Wishbones are real. Wishbones are real. No, wishbones are real. Yeah. The whatever. The I'm wishes gonna... are real, too. Okay, there we go. It's the dark arts. <laughs> the dark arts from the mystical turkey. Are Satan's you, you, turkey. Are you and your lady going to break the wishbone when you have your Thanksgiving meal? Maybe. Yeah. Is that something they do in Ecuador? I don't know. I'm sure they do. If not, that'll be great to be able to tell her. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they do. <laughs> I'm sure at every... That everywhere in the world every that has turkey turkeys... Dinner, there's someone there that goes, you know, in America... <laughs> they call this piece of bone... A wishbone. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Can I tell you another little fact? Yeah. About Black Friday? El bone de quería. Quiera. <laughs> the bone of want. Yes. I, I, it, Spanish for bone is not bone, though. No, I know. Okay. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Do you? And, and you said quería. And then I, I corrected myself. Did you? Yeah. When? The second time I said it. You only said it once. I said it twice. Okay. Dude, you are you're like strobing in and out here. You're insane. You're not even conscious, I don't think. Uh, that's certainly possible. Um, Roto-Rooter yeah. says they received the most calls on Black Friday, specifically for kitchen sinks, garden, 
garbage oh. disposal and toilets. Oh, toilets eating so much you stuck the toilet. That's right. So many people, you know, these That's ho- how you know you had a good Thanksgiving. <laughs> you got a big family. Yeah. Right? You got a family of like 15, 20 people. Everyone brings a cheese appetizer. That's right. <laughs> that b- that backs you up. Yeah. Um but you know, the average household toilet isn't designed to handle that much load. In one day. Yeah. You know, in a few short hours. Yeah. So eventually it gets stuck. Yeah. Someone's little kid throws a shirt down there, blocks up the toilet. Brown Friday. That's yep. what they call That's it. That's what they call it. It's Roto-Rooter's biggest day. Yeah. It's a Roto-Rooter Brown Friday special. Yeah, and by brown, they mean brown gold. <laughs> <laughs> Turkey tea. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, as I said before, Black Friday has its problems. A lot of people hate it, right? Myself included. Uh, perfect disclosure here. I, I I hate just about everything to do with it. Uh, I'd rather give less with the same amount of money than go through that crap, right? If I've got 50 bucks to spend on a present for you, Josh... I'm going to do it in a way that's convenient for you, even if I could spend eight hours in line getting beat up by someone and get a little bit more for that same 50 bucks to give to you. You know what I mean? You're going to get some. You're going to. If I've got X amount of money earmarked for a present for somebody, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go through trouble to make that amount of money stretch further yeah i don't think that's what people do on black friday per se i I think a lot of them it's sort of like they especially they're buying mostly for their families Uh and they want to get specific things and say they don't they're buying whatever's on sale no well but what's on sale is usually the shit that's going to be the most popular whether where they be game consoles apparently black friday is the is actually the best day to buy a tv if you want a weird one Okay, there you go. You guys, <laughs> Black Friday sucks it. Uh, it's crass and crowded and gross. And it's not just me that hates it, right? There is an anti-Black Friday movement out there. As Josh mentioned, REI closes all its stores on Black Friday and pays the employees to stay oh, home. Oh, I didn't know they paid them as they well. They pay them. That's nice. They pay all their employees. Uh-huh. Uh, Do they provide them with health insurance too, or is that they just that their big perk is they pay them for one day off a year? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Patagonia doesn't close, but they donate all profits from that day to charity. Uh, people all over pledge to stay home and avoid the mayhem and not spend, spend, spend. Right? Uh, there's a guy named Michael Brazil. Uh, who has studied the difference between people who love Black Friday and people who hate Black Friday, right? And he claims it comes down to people who consider shopping as a task versus those who think of it as a social opportunity, which is absurd to me. Yeah, because rioting is a social opportunity. Yeah, (laughs) I I think uh, there's quite a bit more to it than that, right? People hate Black Friday for a lot of reasons, right? 
the commercialism, the greed, the crowds, the traffic, the aesthetic, the stupid hats, the groupthink, the war on Christmas. The w- There's so many reasons to hate Black Friday. So many. But there is one thing all people who hate Black Friday have in common. What's that? They love telling everyone about how much they hate Black Friday. Right? It's like a dude without a TV. Uh-huh. You meet him for five minutes, he's gonna you're gonna know he doesn't have a TV. That's right. Someone from Harvard. How uh-huh. how many sentences in before you know that he went to Harvard? Uh-huh. Or it's she. They. Or they. Or Snoopy. Uh People that l- hate Black Friday love telling everyone about how much they hate it. They think it makes them better than other people. Maybe it does. Mm-hmm. You're going to make something for them. Okay. For the Black Friday haters uh-huh. out there. You're going to make something so that they can declare it loud and proud how much they hate Black Friday, how much they hate everything about Black Friday. <coughs> You're going to make anti-Black Friday hair shirts. <laughs> and people are going to walk around uh-huh. in hair shirts uh-huh. that day. And it's the opposite of Black Friday. A hair shirt. Okay. How is it the opposite? You know what I mean. Yeah, hair shirt is something that the martyrs would use to make themselves, to tear at their skin, to make them really uncomfortable. Uh, But it's also just kind of a stereotypical uh, shirt that's the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) <laughs> it's true it's something that you think of like the middle ages surfs wearing and <laughs> but you're gonna sell them and you're gonna send sell a lot of them and 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 if you sell enough of them and you can organize, you can start basically uh, a SantaCon of anti anti Black Friday hair shirt wearers. Oh shit! Where people go out on giant mass crowd pub crawls, all wearing their hair shirts. <laughs> Why did you think that was that funny? <laughs> the realization. Uh-huh. See, you guys couldn't see him, but you could have certainly heard it in his voice. The realization that he actually didn't know what a hair shirt no, was. No, I do. Uh, and that it was the crux of his whole life. <laughs> I know what it is. It's and perfect. Then, and then you gave this moment of like, oh, like literally I could see it on your face. You're like, oh, fuck. No, no, no. What do I do here? And then you thought for a minute. Arms for the pole. <laughs> it's something that guy would wear. No, it's yeah, it not. Is. 
It's not. Sure. It's the guys that are walking down the street going, those guys too. All those old dudes. No. Hair shirts were what martyrs would wear. Like a brown. It was used for torture. looking shirt. No. Anyway. You know what I'm talking about. Great idea, Noah. Everyone out there knows what I'm talking about. Great idea. A lot of money. Great idea. Get paid from both ends. Not just one. I thought you were going to maybe do Complaining Wednesday or something like that. Where all the people who... Don't tell me what day to complain. (laughs) I'll complain on Black Friday if I don't like it. Uh, well, Noel. Yeah. As we all know, Black Friday is a shit show. Yeah. It is a mob rule yep. mess. People go out of their minds. Yep. Uh, the worst case scenario has happened in that Walmart one year. <clears throat> people die. Yeah. Woman got trampled. Yeah. She was at the front of the line. She was pressed up against the doors. When they opened the doors at Walmart, she fell down and people ran over her. Then the cops went to help her and they got trampled as well. I find Black Friday so disgusting. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It disgusts me. Cyber Monday, I'll <laughs> buy something. Yeah, because there's deals it's and sale. it's online. You're I, sitting in your living room. You're sitting at your desk. Right. You can you like can, a human. Right. And you can like, you know, stop watching a regular right. shirt. You can stop watching your porn for five minutes for to five shoot over minutes. to Amazon, order something yeah. and then go back to your porn. Get right back to it. Yeah. You can you, you literally only need one hand. You can still keep one hand on your dick. Yeah. And the other hand on your uh, 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 mouse. Or in your case, it's the same thing. Waka waka. <laughs> Uh, and, you know, flip back and forth. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, one interview with a woman who shall rename, na- remain nameless, who okay. worked at Walmart, was talking about how horrible Black Friday was. She explained her uh, uh, experience of one Black Friday. Over the course of one Black Friday, she said, I was nearly run over in the parking lot. Threatened with bodily harm by people who saw me walking into work and thought I was trying to skip the line. (laughs) Knocked over by a small woman carrying a large leaf blower who was trying to be the first across the store to get in line at the newly opened checkout. Witnessed someone spit on my manager and punch him in the face. Was cursed out because a certain electronic device had sold out. Wow. Was cursed out... Because stock that we set aside for Monday mm-hmm. wasn't out on the floor. Okay. I get that. Well, that one you understand. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. And the people who bear the brunt of this mm-hmm. are the people who deserve it least. Yeah. It's the people that work at these stores. Yeah. When people are threatening you with bodily harm, mm-hmm. when people are spitting on you, mm-hmm. when people are trampling you, yeah. when people are calling you horrible names, it seems, and especially in most states in this union, that you can defend yourself. Yeah. Right? We have open carry laws. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, uh, what, what's, what's the shooting one that the, the, the Florida guy... Oh, uh, stand... Uh, stand your ground stand laws. Stand your ground. Right? We have all these Which, things... Uh, it makes <clears throat> me crazy. Why is it only 
the right of the dude with the gun to stand his ground. Why does the person without the gun not have the right to stand their ground? I think they have the right to stand their ground. No, it always goes down into the the guy with the guns, the guy who wins. Well, he wins because he's shooting the guy without the gun. But in law in the court. Well, because again, he, he oh, he, of course he shot him because he found the other guy threatening. Right, exactly. The guy who got shot probably felt the 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 dude the gun was pretty threatening too. I would think. Anyway, you know what if you sort of run into each other on the street and you both stand your ground simultaneously? Yeah, it's really a, it's a terrible law. Anyway, um, well, what is being done for these people? Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. You're going to make a special shopping day for them. Yeah. And you'll call it Red Wednesday. Mm. And you will go and sell to all the employees of the Walmarts, the Targets, the uh, uh, Best Buys, the J.C. Pennies, the, you know, you name it. Yeah. You're going to sell them pepper spray. Oh. Riot gear. Oh, yeah. Rubber bullets. You know it. <coughs> pistols. Yep. Paint guns, yep. whatever they need to defend themselves. Air horns to yep. blast in people's ears. Aerosolized fart. Aerosolized, right, yes. Oh, that would clear out the whole store, though. That's right. I don't think the, the Time to go home. I, I don't think that would, I don't think the company would be too happy. Huh. But, you know, if you clubbed a couple people yeah. that were fucking trying to punch you. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, and people would quickly get in line then. If they realized they were going to catch a whack. Mm-hmm. They would sober up really quick mm-hmm. and just be like, what do you want us to do? Yeah. Um, and you're going to make a fortune. That's a lot of people looking for a lot of stuff. That's right. To, to protect themselves. Yeah. If that's what's happening to every employee that works and they work 15 hour days, yeah. all hands on deck. Yeah. If that's what happens to every person that works on Black Friday, that's a lot of humanity. Yeah. And you're going to make a fortune. Fortune. Anyway, there you go. And they got all that. Minimum wage, cash to spend on it. Okay, hair shirt. No, I'm I'm liking it. Uh huh. You guys, if you want to get in touch with Josh and I, you can get us on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. You can email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel A N D Noel at gmail dot com. Not an ampersand. Uh huh. A-N-D. I'm wondering if maybe people have been trying to email us. Uh, if you've been trying to email us and we haven't responded or, or, or mm-hmm. mentioned it, I'm not getting them. So uh, yeah. check us out on Facebook and say, hey, guys, yeah. we tried emailing you. What's up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you can get us on Facebook, which most of you tend to, <coughs> mm-hmm. uh, at most Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You go on iTunes or anywhere you get a podcast out there, you can subscribe, rate, and review Please do. If you only listen to us in podcast form, tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock, Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes five days for everyone else. You guys, at this point, you got a lot of money in your pocket, in your hair shirt pocket. What are you going to do? Well, Josh once again scours the internet to tell you what you need to do with it. Please tell him. Ah! Who laughed now? Oh, I screwed up. Oh, boy. <clears throat>
I uh, I only put the intro in there. Okay. So that's it. That's how you're going to spend your money, <laughs> that's guys. That's how you're going to spend your money. You're going to sp- buy a clip. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to buy a bunch of little kids screaming, yeah. spend that money. Yeah. There you go. All right. <laughs> I was thinking. Okay. You know how football is like the Thanksgiving thing for a lot of families, mm-hmm. right? They have the football games on Thanksgiving. Yep. And everyone eats their Thanksgiving dinner and then sits around the television sure. watching football. I think this year. Our listeners need to start a new tradition. Oh. Thanksgiving with Josh and Noel. Oh, <clears throat> you are going to just stream our show yep. for your whole family yep. the whole yep. day long. I'm with you. We I... have 200 plus episodes yep. out there, an hour long each. Yeah. You can, you know, eight shows. You can pick your best eight shows and do a compilation, or yeah. you can just start from show number one. Whatever you want to do, <clears throat> we'll let you guys decide. Yeah. You be the masters of your own fate. And sh- get your get people's eyes off of the television. Yeah. That's garbage. Or, or you can sit time. around with your family and fight about Trump, right? Yeah. Like, that's your other option if no. you're not a football lover. Get along. Because everyone about, loves money. That's right. And everyone loves making money. Everyone loves me. Hmm. Sure. And Josh can just slip through. Yeah, the, you know whatever. <laughs> if, if you have, if if you have a racist, anti-Semitic uncle, yeah, they can hate me. Yeah. If you have a uh, 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 someone from uh, uh, Ireland, yeah, who's anti-Northern Ireland, okay, who's a ca- who's who's anti-Catholic, okay, they can hate Noel. All right. I guess. Hey, you guys, how do you know that our ideas are as good as we know they are? How do you know that they're worth spending your kids' college tuition on? How do you know they're worth racking up your credit cards, taking out loans, stealing money from all your friends and family? It's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick to which you judge your schemes by, where they come from. Today's rules, 10 rules for building a business by Sam Walton, the founder of Walmart. Cha-ching! What do we got? Number one, share your profits with all your associates and treat them as partners. That is right. And make sure they're well-armed, well-armored, uh, and everyone will be happy, if you That's know what I right. mean. Uh, number two. Number two. Control your expenses better than your competition. Control your expenses better than your competition. Let them go out and buy crappy on sale, you know, polo shirts. You got a hair shirt. What <laughs> up? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you're like tripling down on the I'm hair tripling shirt down yeah uh and number three number three celebrate your success celebrate your success because black friday only comes but once a year carb load get out there with the family hang out in the parking lot all night make it a sport make it a sport of greed where you can be champs there you go, Noel. So yep. that's three for three. Three for three. Everyone's getting rich Everyone. off of Black Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Okay.